And welcome everyone to another episode of the program. I am Andres. Thank you for joining me on this one. I'll be talking about the skyrocketing cost of construction in this episode, courtesy of ConstructionDive.com. As always, any article that I reference on any of my programs can be found. You can find those resources linked to the show notes of coming this episode at www.TheAndresSegovia.com. Now, for those of you newer listeners are probably not familiar with the construction aspect of things that I am involved in. I actually am an administrator of a small construction business that services Southern California. I'm also part of an independent brokerage in real estate in Orange County. And on top of that, I'm also a property manager. So I'm across two different industries that cover just about the same kind of ground and everything affects one another. So the economies of scales, especially when you have a property owner that wants to sell a property at, uh, at, at a price and is hoping to get this kind of return, what then do the construction costs uh, have an effect on that bottom line or vice versa? Let's say I'm managing the property for a property owner and I have to fix certain things or for whatever reason, retrofit certain items there. And next thing I know, these costs are very extravagant. How do we then figure out the budget to uh, pay for these things or even recover from an expense that was bigger than expected? Well, in California, we have what is called the housing affordability crisis. Some of you might be on the receiving end of the bad news on that. And uh, as complicated as a subject as it is i've actually tried tackling that so for those of you that are either watching or listening on the podcast you can go to the show notes of company's episode and i'll be linking episodes where i discuss that very thing uh, it was one of my first most controversial episodes too because i had to really dissect this and uh, for some it might not be um a, a comfortable listen because you got to talk about some political issues that do affect housing affordability first and foremost being the extreme building codes in california from sacramento all the way on down to the municipal levels so the issue that we have in california is the fact that we do not have actual new homes being sold we are basically turning over the same commodities over and over and over again. And that's why Proposition 19 was being sold as a, it was an increased tax scam, uh, but it was being sold as a, a hopeful stopgap to provide more inventory by convincing certain segments of the population to sell their homes to take advantage of a tax break and be able to put badly needed inventory back into uh, the industry. We'll see how that all pans out. We're about a couple of weeks away from this actually being implemented uh, once Proposition 19 goes into effect. Some of the provisions have already gone into effect, and if you're not familiar with those, then either way, you're too late to do anything about it. But once you find out the bad news, yeah, you're going to be stuck with it. But anyway, I don't want to deal with so much more on top of that. I want to get to this article from Construction Dive uh, regarding the skyrocketing cost that's been going on. On a construction company, I got to tell you, we received so many letters, particularly over um, the winter season. We're still in the winter season, um, but we received a ton of them. Like every two to three weeks, we receive a letter saying that the commodity, uh, the price of this commodity is going up and that commodity going up. We're talking about water heaters, steel, lumber, paint, everything was going up because we had the big pandemic that caused the shutdowns last year that some of them are being alleviated this year but it really exposed the economies of scales in that we were depending too much either on foreign parties to provide the items for us or just other companies that just could not operate because of the different states they were in that were not allowed to open or operate because they weren't deemed essential and that's taking a huge hit and now we're talking about i, I kid you not 
um, having to wait three or four months for, for an appliance is ridiculous. So that's why sometimes we say, you know what, forget the appliance. Let's just, like an oven, let's just convert the cooktop into a freestanding range spot. So cut open the cabinets, put in the freestanding range. At least it's an oven that way. You know, that was uh, something that we had a, a turn to to try to improvise because there was nothing available. And to some extent, it's still not. And not to mention the raw materials. So this article from Deep Dive, uh, Construction Dive, talks about the skyrocketing steel, lumber costs, threatening to slow construction jobs. And now I have a helicopter going overhead. Way to go. So I'm going to be leaving links to the resources in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. Uh, but here's how it goes. Late last year, Mike Taylor was paying around $750 per short ton for the rebar he uses on his concrete pours. Now that price has spiked closer to $900, a 20% increase in little over a month. Yikes. At Grand Rapids, Michigan-based Rockford Construction, one of the 400 largest contractors in the country, director of pre-construction Mike Miner has been scrambling to sub in thermoplastic plyothin roofing panels on projects where he might have used steel in the past. The reason? His suppliers hit him with two price hikes over the holidays, one before Christmas, the other a week later when he returned from work for the new year. All right, let's go a little further in the article. Taylor and Miner aren't alone. So Taylor was the first one in the article. Miner was the second one, the pre-construction manager. Uh, across commercial construction, steel prices increases in recent weeks have caused contractors to rework the material costs on their jobs. And it's not just steel either. Lumber prices, which leaped up uh, toward the beginning of the pandemic before coming back down last summer, have also shot up again recently. I got to tell you, it's gone up at least three times, uh, at least for us, in the past maybe six weeks. Uh, whereas we could have got the, uh, this item for about 20 bucks. Now we're staring at $70 for this one particular lumber. It's like, holy smokes, uh, we do need that. Uh, and everything's just gotten so much more expensive. And when it comes to some projects being stalled, in some cases for about a year, because of legal battles or whatever with who, uh, the, however the seller's involved, that also takes into a, a big hit because like, hey, this project's been stopped for a year, pre-pandemic, during pandemic and now semi post pandemic um it's not the same anymore we have to adjust this uh, uh this proposal so yeah uh there's some graphs here i'm going to try to uh, put up here which shows the uh, steel lumber prices rising over year over year and uh the supply chain was that i was talking about so um this article goes a little bit uh, uh um, deeper into this and it also mentions the, about um their hoarders also involved somewhere somehow it does take a hit whereas if there's issues some of you probably realize that when the toilet paper rush happened um if there's going to be a demand for certain product then the hoarders go they pile up on or they stock up on all this and either they keep it for themselves or they end up reselling this at a markup considerably higher like what's going on with the whole pokemon thing with mcdonald's I know because my kids were really excited about that. And bummer, I haven't been able to get them any of that because of some greedy adults that never grew up. Come on, folks. 25th anniversary of Pokemon. You're ruining it for the kiddos. <laughs> um, but yes, so there's a lot that's happening. Uh, there's con there's uh, contractual changes that occur with uh, like, okay, this supplier is not working out for me. Go to the next supplier. But once you start realizing that all suppliers are running to the same thing, like all suppliers for cabinets, we're like, holy smokes, we're running to the same thing. And a lot of them were dip had difficulty getting the, the raw materials. It's, yeah, it's, it's been a little crazy. And the, the, the gist of all this is, what effect then is that going to do for homes uh, that could probably definitely slow down new construction? 
especially when you have Simpson products. These are the metals that, uh, well, depending on what you're looking for, but they tend to be the most popular metals that either hold the beams together, that you will bolt the frames down to the uh, concrete foundations and such. Some of these parts can be four to five months out just to achieve. And that's at the foundation framing level. That's the beginning, folks. So how much longer is that going to take until you finally get to the staging area, basically. We start furnishing everything. How long is that wait time, especially when you're in regions like California that still has areas that are closed down where some uh, city halls are not even operating at capacity and are delaying uh, permits and inspections months on end. Yes, it's it's very uh, inconvenient. New projects, particularly in California, are just uh, going to be on a very slow trajectory. How this is going to have an entire impact across the rest of the country, we don't know. Um, as of this episode, uh, there are a couple of states that are opening up. Some other ones may be a little slower. So we'll see where things go and how they affect the supply chains. But yeah, we're definitely talking about a situation where um, we're, we could be looking at increased spikes in, in housing because of the lack of supply supply versus demand more people need housing there's less supply it's just that now it's not going to be relate, just relegated to california california is like okay we're not really building all that much you said that andres you have zoning issues uh so they're not really building new homes but yeah but it'll affect commercial real estate for sure but the other thing is that uh even the smaller items like i mentioned like appliances or even windows or cabinets that are hard to find what do you do about renovating property that you're not building from the ground up but you're just literally remodeling a kitchen and you can't even find those parts and pieces uh and you can't get the inspectors to show up on on a on a proper time like or expedient time to be able to sign off on the project or at least give you corrections so you can continue the project it's really difficult to really gauge how long a project is going to take because then if you were expecting to have this property on the market, say, by March or April, but then you're dealing with all these delays that are completely out of your control, now you're not marketing the property until June or July, how much of the market did you already lose? We don't know. And that's what we're facing in, um, in all this. But yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. This article you can read in its entirety um, uh, with the show notes. Uh, you can all go to constructiondive.com. This is a February article. I'm grateful to uh, shout out to my brother who works in construction management that actually sent me this article. So um, I was able to give a summary of things that's been going on. But yeah, this is a, we've been feeling the pinch here and it's getting even crazier uh, as of February. And it looks like this is nationwide. Materials are just spiking up and uh, some clients are just asking why are things getting more expensive? That's not us. It's what's happening industry-wide. We'll see how things uh, continue on the rest of the year. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me on this latest episode of the program. So wherever you're watching, whether it's YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, or maybe even Instagram, uh, IGTV, where some of my episodes are going up, you're welcome to follow me there. If you're not already, uh, you can follow me on any podcast distributor listed below. And if you are listening on the podcast, and you already select, you already made your selection. So thank you very much. And for all my resources, and including the shows behind the shows, that's available at www.theandresgova.com. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.